So what were we talking about with Skittles? You had a mouthful of Skittles. Why are you, you were? What's wrong with me eating Skittles on the podcast? So we, we talk, and when you have a mouthful of Skittles, it's going to sound terrible. No, it doesn't. Then one time it sounded bad. Do you do this often? He doesn't no. eat Skittles often. He's been complaining so about eating too much candy, but now he's eating Skittles on pop. Ben also can't stay away from sh- sweet, sugary treats. He needs those sweet little treats. You ever why- seen Wolf Down Tic Tacs? Oh, yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> I've never so I've never oh. seen anybody eat Tic Tacs like you. I was not introduced to this. I've become best friends with them. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm festive. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Hollow Heroes. And as always, I'm here with Meek Man Me- Liam Meekum. What's going on, guys? And Robes Pierre, Rob Kelly. I have a tummy ache, but I'm being so brave about it. You are so brave, Rob. Wait, tummy ache? Yeah. You know, like my tummy aches well are you confused about what a tummy ache is? no but like i just i don't hear tummy ache that often nowadays that's because i'm being so brave about he it. is being brave you are, be, you are being brave <laughs> can't take that away from him yep the, they always give the toughest warriors the strongest cha- the well, i ruined, yep, you it. Got I ruined it. it you got it <laughs> i ruined it i ruined it let's go to the top story so the Los Angeles Clippers have fallen to the fourth seed after being the number one seed a little bit ago, but the team went through a whole entire rebrand. That's right, a mid-season rebrand. They changed the uh, logo and the, jerseys. and the jerseys. Unbelievable. But another news, Nikolai Jokic had a perfect shooting game, and he also got a triple-double in it. So you know, I think he's doing pretty well. I don't know about you for a chance at a third MVP. And yet they sit at the third seed. And along with the Mavs, who had a seven-game winning streak, and the Suns being filled with superstars, and they're in the sixth and uh, sixth seed, with the Timberwolves and the Thunder being so young, and we're not fully sure what we're going to see out of them in the postseason, which of these playoff experienced teams do you see taking the Western Conference crown? That's tough. That is tough, but before we get into that question, I just, I just want to point out something. Liam, did you learn something about the Los Angeles Clippers this week? Nope. No, you nope. didn't. You didn't learn anything. Didn't learn anything. Team. Really? You Always know. knew everything about them. Yeah. Yep. Y- even that a clipper is a ship. You didn't. You didn't learn that this week. Theoretically, I'm sure someone I'm, out there did not know that a, a clipper was was not a ship. I'm missing something. Did here. anyone know that a clipper was a ship? I knew that a clipper was a ship. Yeah, because you took sailing lessons for like twelve years. You took sailing lessons? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I've heard of that actually. I just you've heard of sailing that. lessons? No, I heard that he took like boating school oh. or something like that. Yeah. I just now know it was sailing lessons. Yeah. Ben, did you know a clipper was a ship? No. Who knows that? Thank, nobody. Thank you. Nobody knows that. I'm How sorry, Rob, but nobody to, knows to know that. that. And I want to. I barely practice. know Bow and Stern. <laughs> I thought the they were like hairdressers or something. I don't know. <laughs> See, I didn't okay, even know that. That I did not think that's what the Clippers were. I didn't even know that from the sailing school. I knew that from old Irish folk songs that talked about sailing. That okay. is so on brand. That's like that's what we do. But I can't. I can't get too mad because I'm also the kind of guy that just knows fun facts and makes you guys feel stupid that you don't know the thing that I learned ten minutes ago. And it took you twelve minutes to get that sentence. Out. So, yeah. <laughs> You're the smartest guy in the room, then. Usually, but still, the which of these Western Conference teams do we think are? Oh yeah, I forgot we were talking about that. <laughs> I I also have a point to make about the Clippers. 
How crazy is it that they, for the first time, were like, oh, we might be good. Let's do a full rebrand. <laughs> Let's tear it all down. <laughs> Let's start over. Yeah. <laughs> Let's actually look good this time. Like, for the first time since like Lob City, they were like, oh, this might be a year where we're good. And then we're like, yeah, we're not we're not the same old Clippers anymore. But but not before the season when they had aspirations oh, and yeah. kind of expectation. Now it's mid season, yeah. and they're like, guys, now's the time. Even they didn't know if they were going to work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this could this could like, be a bad at, season. Look at the combinations of players we got, and tell us if this is supposed to work out. Dicey. Yeah, exactly. Dicey. Which, um, just like the seas, if you're on a Clipper ship. Oh my god! The worst. The worst. You're a brutal human being. Let's man. talk about basketball. Okay, can I, just to stay on the Clippers. Yeah. You know, since we're talking about you know how they might perform in the postseason, right? Yep. They're a good team, but they also have a lot of stars who can perform in the postseason, who have experience in it. Not necessarily going all the way. But Notoriously not going all the exactly. way, actually. Aside from Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. Aside from Kawhi. But, you know, you take pieces like that, you know, there's always that potential of, well, these guys all have experience, and Kawhi is the one who has that taste in his mouth of, this is what it feels like. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people will say, it's like, those who've already won it, want it more, because it is one of the most natural highs you will ever get as an athlete. Fair enough. Um... I do. I like the Clippers' experience, but they're not the only team with experience. No, no. My bet to come out of the West, if we're talking about championship experience, it's the best player on earth right now. It's Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. How do you bet against the Nuggets? They have. They're of course very top heavy though, because they rely. Well, they have a decent bench. They have a decent bench, but I feel like they're also again they rely so much on Murray and Jokic. It's not even Murray because Murray without Jokic is not Murray. Yeah, exactly. But but, like, but playoff Murray, it's a different story. We said He's this, another guy who say, elevates. We did technically say this last year. If you just shut down Nikolai Jokic, you can win and beat this team. You can't shut down you Jokic. You can't shut him down. It's like it's impossible. Like He he will find a way to play. Okay, Rob, don't worry. I, my me. opinion did not matter, dude. It's I, just, the whatever. only way to beat Nikola Jokic, and I know this is going to sound obviously like – it's going to sound obvious. That's what it's going to sound. But you have to outscore him. That's the only way. Because he's gonna get his points, he's gonna get his assists, he's gonna get his boards, but the one aspect where he's not as good is defensively. You have to just keep putting up points and keep pace with him. Yeah, bully him, but he'll he'll be like, okay, take get all your points, and then I know that I need to get this many points. Yeah. But that's what's scary is he's just okay with that. Yeah. But the other team that I want to shout out a little bit, uh, I think with the Thunder and the Timberwolves, they're both playing out of their minds so well. They're just gonna the get problems, out experience. The problem is the same for both teams. Yeah, they're just they're gonna get out experienced. I think the Thunder have a better shot. I agree because they're more of a complete team. I agree. But with the the other teams that are out there, I think the Dallas Mavericks are something to be concerned about because they are kind of finding a rhythm and they're playing really good basketball. The problem is when defenses start happening because you got to remember they are very offensive heavy. Luca, Kyrie. You know, they, they finally figured it out, something that we never thought would happen. They kind of found their own way together. But Okay, they've won. They've had a good stretch. Let's not overreact. But if this builds, again, we've seen teams with good stretches that it could build, and this is the time where you start to hit winning streaks at this time of year, 
starts to become more than just let's not overreact. True. It starts to be this is they're getting hot right before the postseason. It's still not right before the postseason. It's, I know, it, but like if the they next keep building the off next of wave of hot teams is where I start to get interested. Okay, but still they because build this off isn't of this. this isn't you know pre postseason getting hot. This is post All Star break getting hot, right? Which is very different in in every sport that has the All Star break in the middle of the year. The teams that get hot after the actual All Star break itself typically do nothing. I mean, we saw it last year in baseball where the Cincinnati Reds were the hottest team after the All Star break, and people were like, "Oh, they might make the postseason." And then the second half of that, you know, yeah, but you also look part. at that team, and there's a lot of youth. Yeah, I, I, but that's not, you know, but that's kind of where I'm going with this. Is no, I agree. You know, all because you're hot right after the break doesn't mean much. That means your team needed the rest. I see. But there's always, but I think what's really interesting is we're not mentioning teams with Kevin Durant and LeBron James in the Western Conference. Yep. Like, I feel like the Suns have a definitely a better shot. The, sh- the Suns are dangerous. The Suns Absolutely. are dangerous, and they have a shot. They get hot right. They get hot in the coming months. Then they're gonna probably be really dangerous coming into the postseason. But the other team is that the Lakers are kind of the opposite story here. We thought the Lakers. We've been wanting them to be a winning team. Everybody kind of feels like this is going to be a year they have LeBron, but they just can't put it together. They just can't find the missing piece. And sometimes you point the finger at the supporting cast. Sometimes you point the finger at Anthony Davis. It's just kind of crazy how a team that probably should be in the mix here is not. And if, and everyone keeps forgetting about the Suns, who really are in the mix. Well, did you see that LeBron James now is projected to sign a multi-year deal for like $40, 40 million a year again? Again? Yeah. With the Lakers? <clears throat> he wants to sign with the Lakers. That's, again, all very early projections. But if I'm LeBron James, haven't you made enough money in your career? At this point... Isn't, there's two. There should be two goals in your career. One is to play with your son. We've always known that was his goal. Should still be his goal. Two, don't you want to be the greatest of all time? How do you become the greatest of all time? You take $20 million in salary, put $20 million towards getting another all-star player, and work that way. Why are you filling up your cap space just to make more money when you have more money than anybody? Not everyone is... Not everyone has that kind of mentality. It feels like but, anymore in the NBA. But think about NBA. think about what LeBron's goals are. It, and it's not. I, I gave you but, two of LeBron's goals. Yeah. Thing, winning isn't. It just doesn't feel like winning matters as much to the NBA anymore. I feel like stats matter more to the players, at least not the not the fans. But here's the but thing. But I feel like stats have been a big deal towards the players and then of course I'm going to hear like no we want championship we want championship but they're not playing like they want championship regular season games are treated like just exhibitions uh it's botched that word but there's just I really did but uh regular season games aren't taken seriously and just it's just kind of like to the last two weeks towards the postseason they start to actually play yes but now I I don't think you can blame wanting a championship for playing the regular season like an exhibition game because Everyone's doing it because there's no defense and you just got to score, 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 score. And the thing about having the, you know, the counting stats like points, assists, rebounds, points per game, whatever it may be, LeBron has those. He has most of those. Easily. It's time for quote of the week. All right, guys. So we're going to stick to the NBA. And with LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all in the latter half of their careers, 
The question of who will be the new face of the league has been on the minds of the majority of the NBA community. Jason Tatum was recently asked about whether or not his name should be considered for such a prestigious honor. I feel like it's mine to take, Tatum said. I do feel like if we win a championship, it would be more distinguished and clear. But I understand I'm on that short list for sure. So, what do you guys think about what Tatum said? Do you think that he could be a uh, face of the league? And also, I think there's one thing I really want to address here is, do you like that he said that? Okay, that's kind of where I was going to go. Is The weird thing about being the face of a league is, one, as a player, it's not your choice, right? It, it comes down to who do the fans like and who is producing. Those are the two main factors. And it's producing for a long time. Yes, and it's not like, you know, some rookie all of a sudden is going to become the face of the league. Maybe Derrick Rose. Yes, maybe Derrick Rose, but like, do you think if Derrick Rose had two healthy knees, he'd be the face of the league now, or would it no, be LeBron? it would be LeBron. Okay. So, but the thing with him kind of saying that is, you know, I like the it's mine to take aspect of it because you're saying, I know I'm good, but I have to do more. And I have to go out and get it. I do appreciate he said that. Yes. But it's like, I know I'm on that short list. You know, I, I it, it could be mine type of aspect. It's like, face of the league doesn't mean anything if you're not, you know, going out there producing. But at the same time, it doesn't add to your stats. It doesn't help your team. The only thing it helps is jersey sales, maybe ticket sales. Legacy. Yeah. LeBron's going to be known as the face of the league. I mean, this is the LeBron era. It is. Okay. There was a Kobe era. There was a Jordan era. But do you think we can call what comes next the Tatum era? No. It won't be a Tatum era. The only player that I think there's maybe two that realistically could do it right now. And I'm not talking like we obviously could see like Wemby or Chet like break out and those, those could be the guys. Whatever. We're not talking about them. I'm talking about guys that could be right now. Jokic and Antetokounmpo. I was going to say, Giannis, you could argue that we're in the Giannis era because... I think we're in the Jokic era. Yeah, but you could also argue we're in the Jokic era. We're going to see three MVPs from him. True. And and Giannis, should be four. Giannis is right there every single year as well. So it's between these two at the moment, and I think that's a huge deal. You know what Tatum has on his re- resume? Known choker. That's what he has on his resume so far. Has fantastic teams every year. Top to bottom, great coaching, historic organization. Everything that could be going right for Tatum is going right, aside from playoff success. Now, a thing that helps Tatum but would hurt Jokic is market. Now, I understand you know the Denver Nuggets, they're not a small team, but it's still the Denver Nuggets compared to the Boston Celtics. True. And especially in a sport of basketball, the Boston Celtics just playing for that team gives you an uplift. And think about their style of play, too. Heavily favors Tatum as well. But that's where I think Antetokounmpo takes the advantage there, is people want to see scoring. People want to see exciting plays. Jokic, I mean, they're great plays, but you have to appreciate Jokic's style of play. He's not going to go out there, and he's not going to bully somebody. He's not going to cross somebody up. He's not going to dunk on anybody. What he's going to do is he's going to play the game the right way, He's going to make some fantastic passes, and he's going to get his points. Another thing that hurts Jokic is he does not seem to care. 
He doesn't seem to care. No. He, he wants to go race his horses he and, is, and go home. He's not concerned. Jokic is not going to be the face of the league. Which normally I would hate, but if you're playing at this high of a level and you still don't care, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> that just I, means you're better than everyone else and you're just like, I, I'm just doing this as my 9 to 5. I just want to go home. He goes home, races horses, and drinks a 2 liter of Coke every night. And he comes out, out, out of shape in the preseason figures it out during the season, and then wins an MVP and a championship. Jokic will not be the face of the league because he doesn't want to. And Giannis should be the face of the league right now if you had to give it to someone right now. I mean, you could also argue Steph Curry because he's still not that far into the ladder. But I think could... Steph's shot is over. I think if we're and... if we're counting this as like, you know, LeBron, KD, we have to clump Steph in there too just because he's been around for so yeah, long. Yeah, you can group those players well, together. I would say Steph over KD in a way. Because yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, but either way, it's LeBron's era. It is. And But going to his what he said, where's the humility? Like There's there none. was none, and none. it makes him so just. I don't want to root for him. Like I like. Well, he's a Celtic, so I never root for him. I so maybe I'm a little bit skewed. FBI. I don't mind the Celtics, but it just makes me just. It leaves such a sour taste with myself and that team. Like I don't. I'm not rooting for them anymore because I'm like that's your superstar, and also your superstar who was nowhere to be found when the. Underdog Warriors kicked them out of the postseason. Where were you when the what was it? The seven seeded Heat almost beat you in the West, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You they got have. lucky that Jimmy missed a wide open three that probably you should have been defending. I don't know for sure. Talk about losing last year at home in and, Game Seven, and you lost last year against I think the Heat as well, right? Yeah, you lost to the Heat. How about twenty twenty? You lost the Heat twice. Ooh, an eight seeded Heat twice. <laughs> The Heat were the eight seed twice, and you lost to them. So I, you may say, "Oh, they have our number," but at the end of the day, you almost lost to a team that just was hot. When you're the dominating team in the conference, you couldn't beat them more than only once, and you got lucky that you beat them in Game Seven that once. And you were nowhere to be found when the underdog Warriors beat you. So if you're gonna say yes, you do need a championship to be the face of the league, but where is your humility? Where is the yeah I? I would like to be the face of the league one day, and I will do what I have to do to get there. Not I'm on the short list. I'm already there. I just need to. I need to take that next step. Like no, like you're not there. No one should say I'm there, and I don't like that. And the lack of humility makes people so un like. You don't want to root for him at all. I never rooted for him. So well, I know you never did. You probably love in every second of this rant, but <laughs> but it's like if I just went on a Justin Fields hate rant, you'd just be yeah, like, I don't like yes, him I love it. Well, I don't dislike him. I just don't like his play. True. But I think it's a lack of humility, which is just so – is not a good look for any player or the league itself. So I think that was a bad way to talk about facing Jason Tam's part. Yeah. Part of it is sports media is so aggressive, it feels like, now more than ever when it comes to asking questions to players too. Like, asking a player, do you think you're the face of the league or you could be the face of the league once LeBron retires? Now, I understand why they would ask that question because you want the clicks. You want the Sure, it's a tricky question. They've been asking these types of questions. They haven't been getting harder or more difficult. These questions have been asked since the 70s. But either way, way, it's a tricky question. Yeah, it is. You have to navigate it. It's a trap question. But have we not seen... So many players before him give the right answer. Yeah, but because there's media training for these players. They're superstars. They get media training. It's so where was deal. Tatum's? 
He didn't use it. It's on him for not using the training he was given. Or it's on the Celtics for not giving him the training. But people are media trained. It's supposed to happen. You're supposed to be prepared for the media because the media, since the dawn of them talking to athletes, are looking to put in trap questions to get them to say something that they didn't want to say, to actually get the truth. Because the art of media and player is the player saying nothing, saying things that mean nothing, and the media is trying to switch that into getting actual details. And it's just a constant war between the two. And Tatum should be one of the number one, if not the best, at dealing with that. He's the superstar of the team. That's just how it is. In one of the biggest markets. If in like the that, biggest market. Yeah. So for him cracking like that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The only person that got away with it is Russell Westbrook. Because he just went, he went, like stuff like that, he got away with. Well, but, there's been plenty of players that have done it. Yeah, and they've sometimes got away with it, but most of the time, you you get in trouble for actually cracking. It's time for the burning questions. <laughs> Are we back to this bit? We never left. The overhead point. All right, guys, let's go to the first one. You are a GM in the MLB. How much would you guys give Blake Snell, Matt Chapman, or JD Martinez? Okay, I I was told to make this concise and I immediately blanked. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have thoughts. It's just now. yeah, because it's insane that, you know, three studs are still unsigned at the start of spring training. They all have the same agent, Scott Boris. Uh, <laughs> it's no Shout Boris. out Scott Boris. It, Boris. It is. Okay, I'm gonna start with Blake Snell. Two time Cy Young winner, one in the American League, one in the National League, thirty one years old. Sure, not on the younger side, but still worth a multi year deal. As a multiple Cy Young Award winner. That does not happen often. He deserves somewhere between, I'd say, 32 to $37 million a year, if not 40 depending on your team, for at least four to five years. I don't know if I would sign him to length. Yeah, I wouldn't sign him But I would, I would sure up. I would maybe swing him a little bit more money and give him a two to three. Yeah. No, he deserves more than two or three. He's yeah, he's, the, he's 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 proven himself. The arm can but, go but though. 31, at Thirty-one. I agree. I can't help but think that. Uh, yeah. The uh, the arm. So might go. what I would do is Blake Snell short-term contracts on a contender to bring in some help. JD Martinez, kind of the same deal. You can pay him a lot of money. Make sure that contract's short. Matt Chapman baffles me. He should have a a good contract like he sh- he deserves you know what i'm saying like yes. there's no way matt chapman is a two-time platinum gold glove third baseman In his which 20s. is yeah well he just turned 30 but, still. but but he's still a good bat and that might not be a great bat but when he's hot he is fuego and he he deserves at least a seven-year deal maybe not a 40 million dollar a year guy but like max it out at 35 maybe 30 a, you know, thirty million a year, and the fact that none of these guys are signed yet is insane. Spring training has started; they are playing games. But a two-time Cy Young, two-time Platinum Gold Glove, and a perennial All Star in JD Martinez—they're all just unsigned. 
How? Now, would you rather have him on a, like a rebuilding team as a cornerstone piece, or would you rather have him uh, like shore up a hole in a contender? Shore up a hole in a contender for both Snell I think and Chapman. JD. I and think Chapman. You can go and get. Uh, yeah. I think the if I was a GM in the league, I would instantly go for Matt Chapman unless I had a top tier third baseman. I don't know how they're not going for him. And if he's got to be asking for too much. Yeah, and if that's the Scott Boris aspect of it all, Scott Boris is one of those predators of a. Uh, agent and if i was and if i was a gm i'd give snell uh i agreed with you on snell and i'd do it with jd martinez too. give if i need that position or if i want to upgrade two to three years give a bunch of money and just sure it up that you got like a championship run but if i don't have any championship aspiration i'm not getting especially with no salary cap in baseball exactly i mean it's not like it's gonna you have to pay out of pocket as an owner of course but it's not gonna affect your team in the long run signing new players yeah and speaking of uh, spring training that you mentioned earlier, what would you guys look for if you're an MLB team into spring training? Because it just got into the swing of things. What is the thing as a fan? What are you looking to see for spring training? Like from the players? Yeah. Like what are you looking for uh, in spring training? Like would you say it's more important that you find if they're getting their swing going? If they Okay. So like something healthy? I always look for – in a player during spring training is their strikeout numbers. If their strikeout numbers are really high, that's a problem. Now, that doesn't mean their batting average has to be good. If they are making contact with the ball and getting out every time, I think that is a much better look than striking out every time in spring training. Because the purpose of spring training is finding your swing again. And if you're making contact with the ball, at least you found something. True. I think sometimes we overestimate what the swing is in spring training, though. I like to look at a lot of defense, a lot of how the team is meshing with each other, because I think throughout the season, you're going to find your swing. It's going to come in and out sometimes. It's going to happen. But if you're playing well on defense, you're meshing with the team, especially newer guys, younger guys, I think that's the most important part of spring training. I like to look to see their health. That's why I brought it up, because I really think that, you know, there's so many players, like, for example, if you're a Yankee fan, you're looking at Giancarlo Stanton, who is now a lot uh, less weight. You're wondering, can he, can he hold up? Because he gets hurt a lot. You look at... If you are on a team with an aging veteran, is this guy going to be able to play 162 games? It's something that spring training kind of shows that. How hard are they running? How hard are they playing? Because sometimes you wonder, like, is this is he kind of taking it slow because he's nervous he's going to get hurt? So I really look towards the injury aspect a lot in spring training. How are they taking care of the player? Three different answers there. Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of new approaches, as we've been a GM, we've been a fan, we're going to go back to GM. And we're going to switch and we're going to go to the NFL. The NFL just announced on, I think, last Friday that they broke the record for the biggest salary cap increase. I think it's around over $30 million can go towards players this coming offseason. And I, as a NFL GM, how would you go about this extra $30 million? Because during COVID, it was actually going down, which has never happened before. So now it just skyrocketed up this year. So, how would you go about it if you guys were NFL GM? Well, you have to be careful because you're going to see a lot of money come at you really quick, and you're going to want to spend it all on a long-term salary for a good player. But what you have to be careful of is you don't want to overextend yourself because you can't rely on the money to be coming in like this every year. It's not going to increase like this every year. So, you have to stay manageable. You have to shore up holes with short-term contracts, which you can overpay on a little bit. And then later on down the road, you're not going to uh, end up hurting yourself financially. If you dump all of this money into players right now, you could see yourself getting hurt 
down the road, similar to like a Daniel Jones type contract where what do we do now? Something I, I like about this though is, you know, not every team hits the cap limit every year, right? And some teams do, some teams kind of go over and have to pay that tax. But the, the thing with like a, a jump this high, 30 million, that's, that's a stud player that you could pay. Now there are some teams that, you know, they were probably just looking for the money and they just needed one good superstar-like player. And this is going to help them, especially if they are in a win-now scenario where they're not trying to rebuild. So this is really helping teams like that where they're like, okay, yeah, we can we can sign a guy. Or if it is a team that is more middle of the pack, they're like, we could sign two or three guys to really sure well, up you, one side of the ball or the other. You know what's interesting, actually? I actually think the free agency will be more dead this offseason we've seen because of the salary increase i think we're going to see a lot of teams retaining players because now they have the money to they can throw a salary cap on a guy i mean a franchise tag on a guy because they have the cap to do it they can re-sign a guy they don't have to restructure so many people to keep certain people so i think we actually see less players going to free agency uh sticking with that point i think with this new salary cap increase i think the position that benefits the most if it goes according to plan and it relies heavily on the Giants, is the running back position. Running backs have been getting severely underpaid and struggling to get their money. And with the salary cap increase, uh, there is going to be a shot that we might get some higher salaries for running backs. And that's something I thought about. And I think and we have a lot of them hitting free agency. The re- yes, and that's what. And I think it all starts with the potential re-signing of Saquon Barkley, that I think has already started and they're in talks. If Saquon Barkley gets a pretty hefty contract then it could really once again fix the running back market and show value to a very important position in football in my opinion i don't understand why they were struggling to get their money so i think it once again could help the running back position i think that's the if all goes according to plan if saquon either doesn't get a contract from the giants or it all messes itself up then it all changes but I think running backs are going to be a big thing to look at this offseason because of the salary cap increase. It's time for game time. All right, Liam, take it away. All right, guys. Today we're going to be playing a game I whipped up. It's called To Bean or Not To Bean. I'm terrified. I am not excited. That is the question. I'm terrified just because I don't know if Ben heard this, but when Liam sat down, he rattled a little bit. I rattled a little bit. (laughs) And that is because today we are not playing for the honor of winning. We are playing to not lose. Oh, no. Because today, if you answer a question incorrectly or your opponent answers one correctly, you will be feasting Feasting. on these. Oh, it's bean boozled. Now, you could end up with a nice jelly bean or you could end up with something such as liver and onions. Barf, stinky socks, or dirty dishwasher. Those are just some of the options. And I'm not going to lie. I took a little whiff. It smells pretty rancid. <laughs> oh, no. What's the expiration date on it's, this thing? They're clean. They're okay, clean. Okay. They're clean. That's just natural whiff right there. That's oh, what you got no. right there. So, you better hope you get them right. Can we get something to supplement? No, you can't. No. No, you can't. That is the game. game. Yeah, you do. You better answer them correctly. So what's going to happen is throughout what I'm asking the question, you could answer at any point. I could be two words in. I could be done with it, and we could be thinking about it. But once you answer, 
that's your answer. You don't get another one. Oh my god! First person I hear wins okay. with the correct answer. Okay. 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 You want to get into it? <laughs> no. Might as well. <laughs> Not really. Might as well. I like it. How many World Series titles do the Yankees? Twenty-seven is the correct answer. Ah! Why oh do you have to ask it like oh that? My God. Oh man, that was terrible. Oh my God. I think the first one's gonna be a Choose. good one. No way, the first one's a bad it's one. Blue, which could be toothpaste or it could be berry blue. It's not the That's worst. That's the best one to get. Not the worst. Mmm. Oh. Bean. <laughs> What'd you get? A bean. You're not chewing. <laughs> I'm terrified. No, you it's gotta chew. It's toothpaste, dude. Chew. It's easy. You gotta chew. You gotta chew. Who doesn't love eating toothpaste? <laughs> Toothpaste. <laughs> That's not bad. That's the lightest one. That's the lightest that's one. The easiest one. Yeah, but you guys know I hate mint. <laughs> oh, that's right. He does hate mint. <laughs> he's gonna get tortured. I don't have mint toothpaste for this reason. While he that's barks, he's funny. gonna enjoy his food. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be going through it with toothpaste. Ready? Yeah. Who is the current head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs? Andy Reid. <laughs> Can you ask him with like a single cadence? <laughs> See, typically when I lose, is there a funny picture? Wait, he gets blue again. He got blue again. the The bean decides, dude. The bean knows all. What'd you get? It's very blue. It has it's to be. be very blue. It's toothpaste again. Oh. <laughs> what company has? Wait, been- wait, wait! I'm not done chewing this bean. Okay. <laughs> You're beamed out? I'm, uh, yep. <laughs> what company has been newly licensed to manufacture... Fanatics. Yes, sir. What is the question? MLB players' jerseys. Oh, oh, God. It doesn't matter. Every new jersey for every sport has gone to Fanatics. Even hockey. Can I get the lowdown on my decision-making here? What do you mean? Like, which bean am I taking? No. Oh, I just have to pick? I can tell you afterwards. Oh, God. Pick a bean. We'll go with the risk of green. So you could have juicy pear. Okay. Or you could have booger. That's not the worst one. Yeah, booger's good. I eat my boogers all the time. What? Oh, it's booger. Oh. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) You know how they make those ones. It's just whoever's on the convenient, uh, on on the bell, just, you know, booger right in the bean. Maybe I should just eat my own booger to make it better. Right? What? No, then you'd be supplementing it. We're moving on. (laughs) What color Gatorade was poured? Purple. Purple. I'm (laughs) going to give it to him, but what did you just say? (laughs) You can tell he's... Can we both take one because he no. lost on saying words and I no. actually said the right answer. He's going to get the point for the win, but you can both take one. because what, No, I said it. I you said get to, it. You I get said to, purple. You, get to, you said, what did you say? I said purple. What did you say? Purple. And Ben, if you have, ben, if you have desire to you do this, stuttered back to when Rob said whatever the heck he said. You said stuttered and went purple. <laughs> no, he didn't say purple. He went he pur- purple. 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 Yeah. 
We both take a bean. I feel like that's fair enough for me. No! What, like I haven't lost Dibs enough of these? The well, it's the already choosing for you. Blue. Yeah. Rob, mm. you could... Blueberry. You could have strawberry banana smoothie, so you're good. Or? Oh, or? or? Dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swallow it whole? No. Oh. It's not an option. Rob took all the toothpaste, so I got blueberry. Strawberry banana. Okay. Oh good. my good. goodness. Dodged a huge bullet. <laughs> and it's flagged. <laughs> Name a defensive player for the Cincinnati. Oh, Trey Hendrickson. I had his picture up because I knew you were going to say Trey Hendrickson. Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> wow. You knew I was going to say Trey Hendrickson. I had his picture up. I'm just waiting. Juicy pear or barf again? Or booger. Or booger. I apologize. I'm just waiting for the time where he says the team name and like it's going to be the wrong team name. And I'm the fool for waiting till the end of the question. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were about to hit me with reds. And I'm like, no! <laughs> I, I still can't tell if it's good or bad. So bad. Is he that just how you eat jelly beans? <laughs> he, he got himself a book. He looks like he has to poop. <laughs> oh, that it. one looked like it almost came up. Oh my god. <laughs> we need. We might need a bucket for him. How many more questions you got? A couple. That was gross. Oh. That was so gross. Name a player. That is played. <laughs> That's helpful. On an Eastern and Western Conference. LeBron James. I had LeBron James's picture up because I knew you were going to pick LeBron James. I was, wor- I was worried about uh, sport. Once he said conference, I knew. I feel like that one has potential of barf. I'm going to go white. Oh, yeah. That's a lot better. What's Much what, better. What do I got? Birthday cake. Or? Stinky socks. That one's actually not the worst one. Oh, how? Well, 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 because he, you know, he yeah, already he sprayed his socks. He sprayed his socks earlier. Better than barf. Watch me get stinky socks. I got stinky socks. Oh. You deserve it for Spraying speaking on feet. stinky socks' name. Oh. <sighs> well, I'm not dumb. I'm going to finish my stinky socks. Okay, take your time. I'm so sorry for all the listeners who would just hear us chewing this episode. I yeah. hope that one was gross. That was that was that just was rude. Gross. All right, we've been playing a fair game. When when I mispronounced the word but got it right, I still took a bead. Like a man, but I get one right properly. Honor. And you're you're such a sore loser. You take your sticky just... sock breath and you blow it in my face. You what? What? You bro what it? Are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> There's Rob's annual storm out. <laughs> but with hat. Uh, can we get back on track here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name an MLB player. A Garrett That has only played... <laughs> you are the worst! ...for one major league team. Anthony Volpe. I have Anthony Volpe's picture up because I knew you were going to say Anthony Volpe. Ah, uh, you're the That's worst crazy, for that one. Three for three. That is. He did that. He you did that one on purpose. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. You're the you worst. You think I was just gonna say name an, M, uh, an MLB player? That's something you do. So he just 
Complete. Oh my god, I have no choice. What are my options on this one? Uh, toasted marshmallow. Four. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me see that one. Oh no, that one's birthday cake or dirty dishwasher. Oh. The last one was tutti frutti or stinky socks. Oh my god, this one's tough. Really? I wouldn't think. You think of the dishwasher, you, you get a nice dawn scent. That's the problem. It tastes like I'm eating soap and 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 nasty soap. <laughs> soap and nasty, nasty soap. soap. All right, you ready? No. I don't want to eat another booger. <laughs> Name an MLB team. <laughs> Name one, Ben. <laughs> if I got it right, you would have. Without a letter in their logo. I actually have one incorrect on here. Wow. St. Louis Cardinals. They what? <laughs> yes! Yes! That's their alternate logo. Uh, Ooh, their actual logo. There's only one because the two I have on here, I'm seeing a letter in one of them. Can I peek since I like? Yeah, you can peek. Okay, so I have to find the one team. Oh yeah. Right. All right, can I rattle off teams? Did you see the other? Well, side? no, you get one answer. I get one answer, but can I rattle off teams? No, what I think no. Because now no. I have time no. to think. Oh, this stinks. All right. Mm. Ten. Red Sox. No, I don't think so. They're no. just That's Red a, Sox. It's a B. They're, That's no, the alternate just logo. Red Sox. That's the alternate That's logo. That's not fair. Whatever. It's the alternate logo. The their their logo is a B. Their official logo is the B. It is. Okay. What is it? Toronto Blue Jays. I was literally. T- <sighs> All right, losers. Rob, you lost first. What are the options on that one? Let's see. That's tough. I think that's Peacher Barf. I think it's Peacher Barf. Okay. Oh, that's the worst one. Yeah, Ben, you're really concerned about the Barf one. Yeah. I'm back to the chance of what stinky socks or buttered popcorn or raw egg is not much better. Cheers. Cheers. Raw egg might be pungent. Oh my god, raw egg. You're chilling? Yeah, I'm chilling. This one's a bit fruity. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that's a peach. That's nice. what that is. Mm, that was terrible. That was rough? Mm-hmm. At least it I wasn't a burnt egg. I wouldn't know. Name an orange... NBA. Phoenix Suns. I was like, wow, what what could possibly come I, next? I have a raw egg what in my mouth. <laughs> what could possibly come next? I'm it so has egg on your face. I'm weak right now, and it's just getting worse. I, Rob, you're probably going to get your first win off this crap. Oh, my God. That one. Yeah, take that one. What are my options? I think it's another bar for Peach. Hey, I got peach, so your odds of getting peach are just as high. It's actually lower. I was trying to give him hope. Yeah, but why give him hope when you can break him down? Because it would break him down internally once he got hope and oh it God. wasn't peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I need a toothbrush! <laughs> If only oh you could have a mouthful of Skittles. Oh my god, dude. I can't finish it. Someone give me a hug. Nope, you gotta finish it. Be yeah. a man. That's the that's the point. 
Chew it fast. I'm gonna yak. I'm gonna. No, yak. you're not. No, you're not. Well, you're you're just an animal. Gonna, it's just gonna taste like a, the jelly bean, so you'll be fine. Let's end this. Okay, we can oh move on. Oh my god. We can move on. Name an NFL team. Patriots. With a word. You are the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my stupid <laughs> jelly bean. Give me my stupid. I to get right. He likes to get it right. He Whatever. Right. Watch your language, my guy. He's just look at all of it. It's just peaking the oh, entire time. That's great. With a word in the logo. With a word in the logo. A full word in their logo. Okay, like the Rams. Yeah. What did you just say to me? Eat the bean. <laughs> Eat the bean. I just want to. I just want to let it be known that that Ben. This is the first time he's ever losing a game, and this is how he reacts. This is the worst way to go out. <laughs> okay, ready. I was so successful. Oh my god, this is gonna be a dirty. Stop one. moaning. This is what is it? Dirty socks. Oh, what's the orange one? Oh no, uh, dishwasher. Oh. Uh, wait, 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 wait. This one's fish. I want fish. Oh, yeah, good for fish. you. You get a dead fish. Let me see my fifth punishment in a row. I'm what's not going to lie. It just tastes like salmon. It's actually pretty good. Of course it is. It's wonderful for him. What? What's What's my What's my bad option? Dirty friggin' dead carcass? What's this one? Dirty dishwasher. It's dirty dishwasher. Oh, my God. There's a lot of moaning during this episode. Why is it so stanky, man? Like, why is it? Ah! The two NFL teams, by the way, the Steelers and the Raiders. Uh, good for them. Good for them. Good for them. See, so I happy. just saw, like, the... Maybe... It's LA with the Ram logo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. St. Louis Rams. All right. This is that was just a Ram. And then they have the one where, like... The... Yeah, but that was an old, Move old one. Move on okay. so I can brush my teeth. Last question. Great. Two beans. I already lost. Name? <laughs> I really want to say my name. <laughs> a jersey. Okay. That. That. I own. Oh, Delaney Walker. You are right. You are right. No, yay. I'm already broken. Oh, we got a new one in there. Take the new one. Uh, it's for two. It's two. Oh, he's going to take both? You go one one's, one's potentially barf, and okay. one is potentially liver and onions. Oh. Imagine it's barf and liver and onions. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? In the first half, I was so tough, and Rob was going through it, and now in the second half, I'm going through it, and Rob's tough. I got used to it. <laughs> Dude, Listen, it's... you lose enough games, the pain breaks you. Wait, what's this? Is that the <laughs> well, last Well, Rob, question? you know what this means. What? You won the overall game. Yeah! No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't! Right? It was by one. Yeah, you won by one. Yeah. Really? Yes! Yeah! Really? This is your first win. Yeah! So how, All right, does, how well, does it feel? I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, I'd like to thank, first and foremost... You had something prepared. Uh, my mom, obviously. Watching every episode. Love you, mom. You know, my dad. My brother. You know, all my aunts and uncles, cousins, you gotta, you know. After that massacre, 
it is time for a giveaway. Woo! So, we thought about doing a little bit of a collaboration with a content creator and our true friend, John, over here. So, John and, and Deer Hollow Heroes, I was going to John and I, but John and Deer Hollow Heroes have decided to do a little bit of a giveaway for all his fans and our fans to give you guys something really special. John, what do you got for us? We got the uh, 2023 Panini Prison Boxes. They got 24 cards and five blaster exclusives. You can only get them in uh, retail shops and from distributors. So very limited edition cards here yep. that you guys could have for yourself, something that's very hard to find, that we're going to give away to you guys because we love you, but you guys are going to have to tune into our social media, and you got to listen to, of course, Deer Hollow Heroes, and listen to whatever John has to say on his streams over there if you guys want a chance to win these cards, okay? So that's all the information we're going to give you for now. Next week, we're going to give you a little bit more of, on the details, all right? So we're going to go straight back and get my two unfortunate hosts that I work with. We're going to do locks and upsets now. But, John, it's always a pleasure to Thank work you, with you. Thank you, man. We love you. Thank you. All right, so we're going to go to locks and upsets. It's time for locks and upsets. <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? You can't help yourself. You're the one that does it. I the one. Okay, whatever, man. All right, so last week... I went 0-2, so my losing continues this episode. Yeah. I can't find a break. I'm so happy about it. Tough, because he won. Yeah. Because he won, yeah, true. Uh, you went 1-1, one and, one, and uh, Liam, you went 2-0. and oh. Yeah, what else is new? So, I am 7 So, I am, I'm 7-1 and one in locks, followed by Liam at 6-2 and two in locks, and Rob is 4-3. and three. And with upsets, Liam, you lead at 4-4. Four and four. I'm three and five, and Rob, you are two and four. Putting me and Liam tied for first at ten and six, and Rob is at six and seven. So, guys, what are our locks and upsets for this week? Rob, you can go first. My lock of the week is number two, Purdue over Michigan State this Saturday in men's college basketball. I kind of went the same route as you in college basketball. I went with Utah State over Air Force. We all kept it in college basketball? Yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, I'm going to take Nantes versus Dijon in the France Star League. Uh, I think you have to hammer Nantes. It's, I mean, you don't bet the draw, you don't bet Dijon, you bet Nantes. It's 1v1 handball for all those that are curious on what sport. It's the French League. Yeah. and uh, The French League, the premier French the League. The French League. And for upsets, Rob, do you want to go first again? Yeah, I'll go first again. I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks over the Celtics this Friday. Huh, I have a Mavericks one, too. Interesting. I'm betting the Toronto Raptors over the Mavericks, though, uh, this Wednesday. I have the uh, Capitals defeating the Flyers on, what was it? It was on Friday. Friday, so. All right, those are our locks and upsets, and I would like to thank you guys all for listening. You can follow us on our socials at Deer Hollow Heroes or email us at DeerHollowHeroes at gmail.com. Message us and let us know what you guys think about the topic we discussed or take up your own. Listen to us on most platforms where you get your podcast. Thank you, Liam and Rob, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay on your toes. Don't get beamboozled. boozled